0: Welcome to part three of God's Quiet Revolutionaries. Today you will hear amazing stories of people God used to accomplish great things. John Carter saw these words carved over a door of a Baptist church in Calcutta. Attempt great things for God, expect great things from God. Pastor Carter now tells us about his adventures with these courageous people. They attempted great things, expected great things, and accomplished great things for Christ and his gospel. The Carter Report team unite their voices in saying, to God be the glory, great things he has done. Here is Pastor John Carter with God's Quiet Revolutionaries. Does the Carter Report strive for racial justice, equality, and harmony? Hello, my dear friend. Welcome today to the
1: Carter Report. And a special welcome to Wayne. I hope you're all doing good today. That's a great question, Wayne. Now, the Carter Report team is a multiracial team. (laughs) <laughs> Let me tell you about some of the, uh, the races that um, are represented in the Carter report. Chinese, Taiwanese, South Korean, Chilean, American, Cuban. Hey, here's our um, Cuban man. Uh, you know the Cuban government allows them to preach over there. They've got freedom to preach the gospel. And here's our Pedro, a great evangelist in the marvellous land of Cuba. And he lives with his beautiful wife uh, Ada in the city of Havana. Then, of course, on our team, we have Australians, Filipinos, Armenians, Indians. You see, my friend, we believe that God is completely Colorblind, And by the grace of God, we're trying to be colorblind also. Let me read you a text out of the Bible. Galatians chapter 3, verse 28 and 29, I think it is. Galatians chapter 3, verse 28, 29. Here it is. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male or female, nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. The Bible tells us that God has got a special nation today. It's a nation that is found in every nation around the world. God's church, my friend, is made up of people from every different country, and by the grace of God, the card report is reflective of that philosophy. I'm going to come over here now to First Peter chapter two and verse ten. Give me a moment as I scramble to find these texts. First Peter, what did I say? Chapter two and verses nine and ten. Getting hot here now. Here we go. First Peter chapter uh, 2 and verses 9 and 10. You know, I've got Second Peter, so I better go back to First Peter, chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. Here it is. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvellous light who once were not a people but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained mercy. So God has got a new nation. It's not found in the Middle East. It's not found in Australia. It's not found in the Americas. It's not found among the British. It is found in every different nation under heaven and our God is completely colour blind. Uh, I like very much the, the teachings of Martin Luther King when he spoke about the great truth that uh, people ought to be judged not by the, the colour of their skin, but by the content of their character.
0: How many countries have you worked in? Well, I've had the privilege, my friend,
1: of working in many countries, including my old homeland of Australia. Then I've worked for more than 35 years in the United States of America. So I have been tremendously blessed. I've worked in Russia, been to Russia with my team 49 times. I love the Russian people. Been to Ukraine a huge number of times. Love Ukraine. Worked in Central America. Worked in Cuba, where, of course, we have our great evangelist, Pedro, preaching the gospel. Worked in India. Love the Indian people. Worked in the Philippines, New Guinea, the Solomon Islands, Africa. You know, we went to Africa with the help of a great Australian businessman, Keith Johansson. When Keith knew that we wanted to go and preach the gospel in Africa, he said, I'm going to help, and he did help. He made it possible for us to go to Africa. So we say, my friend, uh, God has got a big family. We like the words of... uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu when he said, if I diminish you, I diminish myself. Therefore, we believe that the love of God should bind us all together. What do you think?
0: What influence has Danny Shelton had on your life and ministry?
1: Well, Danny is a dreamer Of dreams and a seer of visions. More than 35 years ago, maybe 36, 37 years ago, Danny had a dream to build a television station. Now, Danny lives in southern Illinois, just outside a little town by the name of Benton. He lives in a place, well, used to, I think he still does, called Thompsonville. If you blink your eye when you drive through, you're going to miss it. <laughs> and Danny united with us back in 1991 when we were called by God to go to Russia and preach the gospel of Christ. It was early in the morning, a telephone rang in Southern California. It was Pastor Robert Spangler. He said, we want you to go to Moscow and try out the waters, see if evangelism is going to work there. We had a tremendous time. Amazing. We saw the power of God. And then when I came back, I went on 3ABN and Danny helped us to raise the budget for the great campaign in Nizhny Novgorod. Danny helped us to do the impossible. He was one of God's special special agents, one of God's Peaceful, quiet revolutionaries.
0: Thank you, Danny. Why is evangelism so important?
1: Evangelism is tremendously important because it's the lifeblood of the Christian church. If a person is opposed to evangelism, it's because he's opposed to Christ and the gospel. Now I'm going to read you a text from perhaps my favourite book in the Bible. I'm going to come over here to the book of Romans chapter 1 and verse 14 and onwards. Are you ready for me to read you this text? It's an explosive text. Paul says, I'm a debtor both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to wise and to unwise. So as much as is in me, I'm ready to preach the gospel to you who are in Rome also, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first, and also, also for the Greeks. The Apostle Paul was a public evangelist. He did evangelism Wherever he went, he did it with small groups. He did it with big groups. And so the Bible teaches the great truth about evangelism. The word evangelism means to preach the gospel of Christ. And because I believe in the gospel of Christ, because I believe in the grace of God, because I believe that God sent his son into the world, I believe in evangelism with all my heart and uh, with all my soul. When I went down to Central America, and went to El Salvador with the Carter Report team, that little band of Christian soldiers. I met their pastor Pacheco, the union conference president. Listen to me, I want to tell you something. He's a union conference president, but he's got things worked out. He's got his priorities straight. He runs three public evangelistic campaigns every year and thousands and thousands of souls are being won to Christ through his ministry. When we went there, he helped us to hide this great outdoor football stadium. Seated about 60,000, we saw thousands of people come to Christ and come to God. Of course I believe in public evangelism. I believe in it, because the Bible teaches it.
0: Why was the Russian campaign of 1992 a turning point in your life?
1: Well, the great campaign of 1992 was a turning point, but really the turning point came in 1991 when we went to Moscow. And we had the privilege of running the first evangelistic campaign by foreigners in the capital of the Soviet Union. I want to tell you folks something. These eyes have seen the power of God. These eyes have seen the glory of God. But then after the tremendous campaign in 1991 in Moscow, We were invited to go to the city of the dissidents, the city of Andrei Sakharov. He was this great man who stood out against communism. We felt privileged to go to the city of Nizhny Novgorod or the old city of Gorky because this was the city of Andrei Sakharov. I've actually been in his home when he was locked up there as a political prisoner. But when we went there, In 92, my eyes were opened and I saw things that few people have seen. We saw the mighty, mighty, mighty power of God. Don't tell me that public evangelism doesn't work. The people who say it doesn't work have never seen the power of God. Now, of course, 3ABN came with us and, Danny Shelton was a revolutionary for God. He helped us to raise the budget. People say to me, but of course, all of these campaigns are paid by the church. No, they're not. They're paid by people like you. They're paid by people who've got hearts for God and people who've seen the power of God. Now, I'm going to come to a text in Romans chapter chapter 10, and I'm going to turn to verses 13 to 15. I want to have a lifestyle, I want to have a ministry that is based upon the Bible, not based upon the opinions of men. And this is why I do public evangelism. That's why I believe, Romans chapter 10, verse 13 and onwards it says, Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. I don't believe in this heresy that says everybody is saved until he rejects his opportunity. Don't believe this. This is not what is taught in the Bible or in the spirit of prophecy. I believe that people are saved when they come to Christ and when they are born again. Jesus said in John chapter 3, unless you're born again, you won't see the kingdom of God. We're not talking here, my friend, some crazy idea. We're talking here the great teaching of Christ and the teaching of the Bible. And that is why we believe in evangelism. Now I'm going to come over here to the book of Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 1 and onwards. Now, often when I read these passages on television, I get people to get terribly upset with me. They say, we don't like what you're teaching because it makes them feel awfully uncomfortable. Now, I'm, I'm saying to you today that if the truth makes us uncomfortable, the more uncomfortable we get, the better it is as far as God is concerned and as far as the salvation of our souls is concerned. Now, the Bible says, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. Without Christ, the Bible says, we're totally dead. This is why we do evangelism. Verse 2 says, In which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. The Bible says that without Christ we're dead and we're controlled by the forces of evil. And verse 8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. We are not saved by our works. We are not saved by our goodness. We are saved by the sheer mercy of God. Now verse 12 says, now uh, these verses, when I first read them, now I want you to listen to this friend. When I read these verses once, they absolutely shook me up. Now here, I'm going to read it to you, verse 12. That at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. People without Christ, the Bible says, have no hope and they are without God in the world. It doesn't say that they're saved. It doesn't say that they're going to go to heaven. It says they're without hope and without God in the world. If you and I can start to believe the Bible, we'll we'll start to believe in evangelism and God will get us out of the rut into which we have fallen. Now, let me read you the next verse, verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Can you see what motivates me? The Bible motivates me. I want to be a Christian who believes the word of God and I've had people who've stood with me, people like Danny Sheldon, and I'm going to tell you about some of the people whom I consider to be real heroes.
0: Jim Gilley is one of your close friends, and for some years was president of 3ABN America. How did he influence your life?
1: I met Jim Gilley back, I think it was, in 1985. I think it was 1985 when I was the pastor of the great Burunga Church. What a fantastic church it it was, filled with hundreds of young people. And Jim and Camille came to church. They came from Texas, they came to worship. And we became friends straight off. I showed them around the most beautiful city of, of Sydney. And they opened up the way for us to go to the United States of America. People say, why did you go to the United States of America? We went because we received a call to go to the United States of America. We received an invitation and we believe with all our hearts as we believed back then, it was the will of God because once we went to America, God opened doors in America for us to go to Russia and Ukraine and other places with the gospel of Christ. And Jim Gilley was the person who paved the road for us. He kept the church in Texas open first, the great Fort Worth First Adventist Church. He became my friend and my counsellor. Jim also is an outstanding evangelist. When he was a young guy, he would run 10 evangelistic campaigns a year. I've never done anything like this. He worked his heart out. He worked his body out, supported by his family. He went also over to Ukraine and preached the word of God with great success and great power. Jim Gilly has been one of God's quiet peaceful revolutionaries. And he has stood with me in the preaching of the gospel of Christ. Thank you, Jim.
0: Will you tell us about some of your American friends who helped you along the way? Well now, I've got great friends around the world. I've got great
1: friends in Russia. And Ukraine. (laughs) I've got great, great friends in Australia, and I've got some great friends in the United States of America where I have been privileged with my family to work and to preach for 35 years. You ask about some of my great friends? (laughs) Let me take you to Tennessee. My great friends, uh, sadly, they passed away, but they're resting in peace and they're going to rise soon in glory. Pam and Jimmy Rhodes, great musicians that used to come with me and that used to sing, but they were such marvelous people with such great hearts for God. I'll never forget them. I remember on one occasion, now you're going to say this is a bit hard to believe, John Carter. Well, I'm telling you the truth. On one occasion, I called Pam. I felt a strong urge to call Pam Rhodes. And she said to me, Brother John, it's just as well you called me today, because Jimmy and I have been thinking about you, and we said if you called us today, we would believe it was in the providence of God to give you a hundred thousand dollars for evangelism. <laughs> I said, I think I'll be calling you more often, perhaps like every day. Russell and Paula Owens from Texas, who helped us build our first television studio in Fort Worth Church, came with us in 1991, came with Beverly and me to Moscow, 1991. They were there and they saw the glory of God. Marvellous Christians, marvellous Texans. Willie Jordan from Los Angeles in charge of the Fred Jordan Mission who feeds thousands of people in Skid Row. She's on Billy Graham's board and mine too. (laughs) We've been with Willie down to Skid Row. We've seen her in action as she feeds the multitudes and preaches to the poor. I tell you, my friend, we have seen We have seen, I'm telling you, we've seen the glory of God. I can tell you about the Community Adventist Fellowship Church that was raised up in Los Angeles after the great shrine auditorium meetings. Marvellous church. We were connected with that church for 24 years. And that church became the powerhouse for evangelism around the world. To all of these people and to you, we say, Thank you. To the Russians we say, spasiba,
0: glory be to God. Because of the current crisis in the Ukraine, spiritual programs have all but vanished. There's an overwhelming hunger for the Word of God, And to respond to this urgent need, the Carter Report has pledged to build a media center. There is a building in a safe part of Ukraine that needs to be finished. Lights, cameras, sound and editing equipment will be purchased and installed. This center will produce Bible studies and church services. Also, radio and Christian TV programs that can be viewed on digital devices here are a few of god's soldiers on the battlefield in ukraine dear pastor carter and uh, your team dear friends uh, who support us in this very challenging time for ukraine for us it's a big relief huge encouragement that we can stay here and can dream about future steps in our mission to share gospel of jesus christ we appreciate your prayer support. We appreciate your donations so much. We really dream that here in this place will be a very good uh, studio for Sea, for Ukrainian at all, where we can share the gospel. Please continue to pray about us, about our team, about Ukraine. And we will pray for you. Thank you very much. These people are compelled to move forward in faith. Let us all, In God's grace, move forward with them. We are asking you, supporters of the Carter Report, to help heal the hearts of Ukrainians with the Word of God. Please send your contributions for the Ukrainian Carter Report Media Center to our website or to the address on the screen. They need peace. They need hope. They need the Word of God now. You can now find the Carter Report, anywhere, anytime, on any Android or Apple device. Use your cell phone, tablet, computer, or TV to access the many inspirational messages from Pastor Carter 24-7. For Apple users, go to the App Store. For Android users, go to Google Play and download the free Carter Report app. The Carter Report also has an official YouTube and Vimeo channel. Search for the Carter Report and find the topic that speaks to you. Roku users, simply search for the Carter Report and download the app free. The same on Amazon Fire. For Apple TV, visit the App Store and download the app. Reach out to the Carter Report and experience the hope, faith and love of Jesus Christ.